no kick from champagne. Mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why shouldn't it be true? I get a kick out of There's only one beer left Rappers screaming all in our ears like we're deaf Tempt me, do a number on the label Beat up all the MCs and drink them under the table Like it's on me Put it on my tab, kid However you get there Foot it, cab it, iron horse it You leave it on your face, forfeit Across the mic, hold it like the heat He might toss it Told her, tell him they stole it He told her he lost it She told him, get off it And a bunch of other more shit Getting money, DTs be getting no new leads It's like he Watermelon, stay spitting new seeds. This the weed, give me some of what he drooping off. Soon as he wake up, choking like it was hooping cough. They grouping soft. First hour at the open bar and they trooping north. He went to go laugh and get some head by the side road. She asked him autograph a derriere red to wide load. This yard bird tastes like fried toad turned love villain. Take pride in cold words, crooked eye mode, nerd geek with a cold heart. Probably still be speaking in rhymes as an old fart. Study how to eat to die by the pizza guy. Know he's not too fly to skeet in a skeezer eye and squeeze a thigh. Maybe give her curves a feel the same way she feel it when he flow with nerves of steel. They call a super when they need their back up plumbing fix. How is only one left? The pack coming six. Whatever happened to two and three? A herb tried to slide with four and five and got caught. Like, what you doing, chick? Don't make them have to get cutting like truancy. Matter of fact, not for nothing right now. You and me, looser than a pair of Adidas. I hope you bought your spare tweeters. MCs sound like cheerleaders. Rapping and dancing like redhead kingpin. Dude came to do the thing again, no matter who be blinging. He do it for the smelly hubbies. Seeds know what time it is, like it's time for Teletubbies. Few can do it, even fewer can sell it. Take it from the dude who wear a mask like a tarted helmet. He plots shows like robberies. In and out, one, two, three, nobody's please. Run the cash and you won't get a wet sweatshirt. The mic is the shoddy, nobody moves, nobody get hurt. Bring the heat like the boy done go on the wall. He came in the door, and everybody on the floor. A whole string of jobs like we on tour. Hey, night, on a score, coming to your corner store. And that was MF Doom. R.I.P. to the late, great MF Doom. 
one more beer, one more beer, because as of right now, I am only one beer deep, so I figured it was only appropriate. And for those of you that are tuning in for the very first time, welcome back to a new year's. We're back at it like a crack at it, showing back up like a baby's mama drunk on your fucking wedding night or some other euphemism joke. It's good to be back. And for those of you that are tuning back in as well, you may hear a familiar voice. Oh, is that my cue? What's cracking, bitches? All my blockheads out there. Yes, that was yes, a very yes. subtle, like, hey, hey, say something. I, I wasn't expecting that. I just thought you were going to pick up off of that one. Maybe we, we've been out you of know, it for too long. <laughs> you know, it's, it's Mr. Harry Spinkter himself. Oh, shit, I almost forgot the intro. A.K.A. <laughs> the Butthole Bandit. A.K.A. The Squirrely Raccoon. A.K.A. Mr. George Hooney. And A.K.A. You already know, it's Tim Redhose. And back in 2021, you got your boy Famous Amos. A.K.A. Your Mother's Last Mistake. A.K.A. Soul Brother Number 3. A.K.A. Pinky. And last but not least, Billy Bordeaux. Oof. I, I won't lie, I've been waiting a long time to get some of those nicknames I came up with off my chest. I bet. I haven't heard some of those. I have not heard any of those, to be honest. And I'm not going to lie, I fucks with them. I fucks with them. <laughs> oh, shit. Word, word, word. It's good to be back, fam. It's good to be back. That is good. I mean, I did a little bit of a little recoup, rehash of 2020 last week. Uh, you were still on that weird schedule working, but... 2021 we're back on a human schedule back with the uh day walkers as i like to call us out here they work the sunlight schedules <laughs> yes sir actually I'm, I'm i'm part of that unemployed group dog they, they're fucking me over right now oh shit i'm sorry to hear about they, that they're fucking me over with that bro i'm so pissed these niggas ain't got me my second stimmy check bro oh you haven't gotten the second stimmy nah man i i, I was looking that shit up and uh for those of you that are in the same boat as me that haven't gotten your second stimulus check, well, fucking if you check on their sh- on their online and the and it says like status unknown or unavailable whatever, basically just so you know you're not getting a second stimulus and you're going to actually have to go through uh, your tax returns to get that six hundred dollar uh, check. That is. That is so fucked up. I'm not going to lie. I got my second STEMI on, I think, Friday or Thursday. God damn. Yeah, a lot of people did. A lot of people have already gotten them and shit. Some people were getting them on the 29th. As soon as I you got know? that shit, I put it straight into the stock market. Put 200 mm-hmm. into my savings. Put the other 400 into some stocks. Already doubled my money. That's okay. What's up. Hey, bro, it's all good though. We're getting that two thousand stimmy, that two thousand dollars stimmy soon. And you know what? If I get the two thousand dollars stimmy, that's going straight into the stock market too. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> no. That, that that's one thing I will be saying, and I'm probably going to be sharing a little bit of that just through the Instagram page. You know, talking about the stonks and uh, you know investments because I realize within our culture and community. You know, whether it is conspiracy theorists, black people, uh, Hispanic, we'll, we'll cover the other half that you cover. <laughs> I feel like there's no one really out there that is making investment talk sound cool. You know, I mean, rappers can easily talk about, you know, flipping a brick and making some quick cash 
or you know um gambling on a sports game or something well why not invest in a company do your due diligence do your research and basically double up your money or potentially just have some investments that are going to serve you into uh into old age or even just you know help your kids out or get you off of the daily nine to five job because you'll be getting supplemental income from dividends each month you know shit like that yeah you gotta diversify your bonds nigga hell yeah man i i, I truly agree with that not gonna I lie. truly agree with i that. think dom because i think i started investing maybe in 2018 but just passively but mm-hmm. for the past last three months i've been at it hard you know really you know putting money away doing my due diligence and me and dom have been making we made i think 900 dollars in like three days really yeah and i put what bonds not bonds it was a stock company um it was this company called bngo uh dom had heard about it through his brother-in-law and mm-hmm. when he told me about the company, I was like, shit, I'm going to invest. Cause it was like 88 cents per sh- uh, per share. So, you know, I bought about 100 shares. Uh, now I'm at like 136. And yeah. within though within that day of me buying those shares, it jumped up to like $7 a share. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So basically the price of a, of a cheeseburger is now going for the price of a Chick-fil-A meal, you know, per share. And, you know. Exactly. It started out as like a gumball stock, you know, 25 cents a share. Uh-huh. And that was early in the year. And like Dom's brother-in-law copped a thousand shares, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. it, you know, he's sitting on a nice little come up. But just small things like that and just really having my money work for me. Like I made more money within the past three months than my IRA account has by just passively putting money into that. Or that little punk ass interest rate that they pay you by having your money in a savings account. Like, fuck that mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. And I realized that there's, we've only been taught to put money in a savings account. Like, oh, you know, don't keep it under your mattress. You know, put it into your savings account. It's like, nah, nigga, put that shit in the stock market. Instead of only rocking Nikes, buy some Nike stock too. <laughs> <laughs> Nike socks with my Nike stocks, nigga. So that's something I kind of want to start diving into and kind of making like a theme on the block is hot podcast you know what's popping on the block right now well if you're looking for a company to invest in invest in bngo you know do your own due diligence but i'm saying that that's something that i got some money in and i can you know just telling you i feel it i feel it what's uh what is this bngo like what what exactly are they uh it's like a pharmaceutical company that has a machine that can basically uh screen for cancers early and detect other diseases and very strong they have a machine that's going to drop soon it's going to be put in a lot of hospitals and stuff and Uh they're assuming people are speculating now because people are seeing this stock grow that it's uh probably going to hit like the 15 dollar range i feel it i feel it damn that's actually it Damn, so your shit's basically going to grow by like 15-fold. I have 136 shares, and my average cost per share is at like $1.36. Yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty... That's a nice that's a little pretty, chunk of change. Just to, That's a pretty steep come up, yeah. And, I've and I, I feel like pharmaceutical is like a safe bet to like uh, put your money into because, I mean pharmacy pharmaceuticals run the world essentially there's also this other company called jaguar health that i'm i just started investing in too because it's a pharmaceutical company but it's all like plant-based and like natural and it's it's the first Uh company to be fda approved 
So you have all oh. these people now that want to start getting more plant based, and it's only at like right now, uh, the shares are at you know two dollars and seven cents. You know, that's so still pretty low. I, yeah, I know, and it's something where I'm not trying to look for the quick flip. I think that that's going to be a good long term investment. Just you know, having uh, I guess you could say a green pharmaceutical company that seems a bit more ethical for people that you know may not want to go down the super super chemical route. They want something more natural, and you know natural <laughs> yeah definitely definitely yeah actually because i haven't been too into stocks lately because of all the other shit that i've been having to just deal with but mm-hmm. i mean i'm kind of like at, i'm at, i'm proud to say i'm finally like this is my last month of having to deal with my dui shit i'm not gonna so I'm finally, i completely forgot about that oh yeah that that's i mean uh, that's why i've disappeared because i've, I've been working like fucking I just been working a lot and having to jump job from job to job. Like every time, like something kind of slows up, it's like fuck, fuck that place. I'm not going to sit there for too long. I'm just going to jump somewhere else. It's like you know, pretty much keep the ball rolling so you keep doing these payments. So like exactly because for you, me, you can't really stay yeah, on, the, on the you can't you can't be stagnant. You know, you got to keep exactly, exactly. Especially when like it comes to like legal shit. I feel like you always gotta like clear up your legal shit. So, like you're you have the freedom to. Uh, be a citizen again. No, really nigga, quick, you just said it. No, it's so you have the freedom. <laughs> it's yeah, like, that's, yeah. that's all it is. It's like, yeah, you're, you're doing your shit like a man. You know, you're taking care yeah. of your legal shit because you don't want anything to be beholden to you. Uh, granted, exactly. you can no longer go to Canada. No, I can still go to Canada. Uh, no, you got DUI. No, I got a wet reckless. Oh, Lawyers, dog. Okay, okay. <laughs> hey, see, but that's really good, though. That's really the good. The helped me out. <laughs> I think, um... Um, fuck. Who else? Someone else got a wet and reckless when we were. Oh, Brandon. That's how Brandon got yeah. lucky because he was doing. He was in the military, so we got lucky. So, yeah. but yeah, man, that's a unfortunately that you're unemployed now. But looking forward, you know, the stock market may be that place for you to start really investing, especially when the comedy scenes back uh, opens back up. You're gonna need mm-hmm. to be, you know, having some residual income coming in. And just yep. for all my listeners yep. out there too, because this is a company that I'm also invested in. Um, it's a it's a dividend group. It's uh, the name or the ticker symbol is fucking AGNC Investments. It's about fifteen dollars and thirty four cents a share, but they pay a monthly dividend of ten percent. So back to you, yeah. What? So right now so I have a, much. I have about forty <laughs> shares in this company, but yeah. they'll be paying me almost about maybe sixty bucks per month. Exactly. Damn. That's and then you could pretty much take that money and put it right back into their stock. Exactly, or put it in I, my pocket and buy whatever I need. You know, but it's a monthly income, so I've been putting money into that just to keep that wheel going and turning because, you know. 60 bucks isn't much now, but if I have enough shares where I'm starting to get like 500 bucks a month, okay, yeah, that's all that's basically my rent right there, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then it's Damn. Like, that's on top of my nine to five, so then it's like now we're getting into the real, you know, that's how that's how you know, I guess you could say the rich stay rich and the poor stay mm-hmm. poor because we're you know, we're not getting any return on our investment, uh, investments, you know, mm-hmm. can't just keep copying yeah, all day. <laughs> Then it sucks when you do go all in on something and then that, that business ends up uh, flopping and then you're like, shit, <laughs> I get I, no I've had that. I've had that going. Um, I, it's called bag holding 
when you buy a shitload of shares in a company and they end up tanking and then you're just stuck holding a shitload of shares that like you know have depreciated so you're just holding it just hoping like fuck i hope it goes back up just so i can sell it and get my money back exactly right now i'm like 17 bucks in the hole on robin hood stocks like i, I forgot what I, I had a few different stocks in there and like fucking one of them just tanked really hard and it's like ooh, I have you been on it recently uh it's probably been like at least six to eight months since I last checked it. Were you invested in Blinks? Like I told you? Because I told a lot of people to invest in that. And that company is now worth $40 a share. And I was telling people to get in at eight. Huh. Like Kieran had that. Because like we got a group chat now with Kieran, me, uh, Dom, and his brother Kellen. And we just rate, we, like, we like share stock shit now. And like uh-huh. go back and forth. And we all got in on that company. You know, they granted Kieran and his brother got in a little bit after, but still, like uh-huh. everyone was making money. Damn, I don't know. Yeah, I never heard of that. So, I never heard of that one. But check, I would definitely check your Robinhood account because if that was eight months ago, the market was down. <laughs> but now it's it's been huh. kind of up. You may have made some money. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be a pretty nice uh, surprise for me. But really quick, you're talking pharmaceuticals. I want to know, have you gotten the vaccine? Oh, fuck that shit. Oh, hold up. Hold up. So, my sister got the vaccine. Oh, what happened to her? Did I she have the okay. bells? Nah, okay. So, I haven't even talked to her yet. But when I came home... Like half of her face is drooping or some shit? Nah, like I just came home on my lunch break uh, because I wanted to... Just, I got a cat not too long ago. So, I just kind of wanted to come home, check out my cat, and mm-hmm. um, get some food. And I just happened to look on the, on the table. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And... It was a, a paper talking about the vaccine and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck got that shit? And then all of a sudden, I see a little card on the table. And it's a vaccine registration card. And it has, like, oh. it says, like, COVID-19. Va- Actually, fuck. Hold on one second. He's about to go grab that shit? Yeah, I think he's about to go grab that shit. <laughs> I, I am fucking weirded out by this vaccine especially i think it was a i saw a <clears throat> fuck i don't remember who which uh which uh page posted it but i'm pretty sure it was cuomo was saying that he's not gonna take the vaccine until uh black so and brown people take here, the vaccine. here's the card but i gotta cover up the personal information but i'm gonna show you the top portion of it uh vaccination record card jesus so they give you something so you could like pretty much carry that shit around now hold on one second i'll be right back and explain to you because I-, I talked about this last week but i also brought it up at christmas and made the dinner all awkward <laughs> uh, fuck. i need more margarita i definitely need more margarita hey ladies and gentlemen it's great to see you folks again all right so i'm staring at a blank screen so we actually we we called this we actually called that shit dude Uh like like right when the pandemic fully started because remember the whole like uh the real id system like Uh like if your ids expire this year and mine expires this year you have to get a cow um a real id in order to uh, travel domestically or Mm -hmm. um like you know just to do shit like a passport yeah so imagine this 
shit gets back to normal, we'll call it summer. You know, we're still kind of adapting come spring, but once summertime, yeah. sunshine full we effect, you want to go to a baseball game. Upon entry, you need to have your COVID vaccination card. If you don't, is that what they're saying? No, no, I'm just saying that's going to be the scenario that's going to that's going to line up, and then they'll be like, "Oh, if you don't have your card, it's fine. If you have your California Real ID, it you um you have the option to attach it to your medical record. All you have to do is just scan your ID. Oh, you don't have that? Just use your phone. That'll be fine. Just like you have Apple Pay and everything else, you know, probably have a little COVID app, you know, registration, all that good stuff. Well. Later on down the line, well, shit, motherfuckers are going to have chips with their medical records, their IDs, all their personal information. But, oh, just scan my chip. I've been vaccinated. I got nothing to hide. So all I'm saying is, like, I'm not calling this the mark of the beast right now, but we, I'm just seeing that whole mark of the beast surveillance state system being unraveled through this whole COVID, uh, COVID-19 thing and vaccination. Card. Really like, quick. With that, I am. Well, let me touch on this really quick. What's disturbing for me is that, like, I'm seeing more and more of, of this, like, there's, I see it on the freeway. They say, like, get the CDC app or some shit like that. So you could pretty much uh, stop the spread. And pretty much, I guess what they want you to do is if you or anyone you know gets infected, they basically want you to snitch and on that person and let them know what area that is and pretty much put it as, like, do not go to this area. Yeah. And that's why I find really freaky because, like, on top of that, they also want to, like, hook people up. Have you seen how fucking crazy these chips are getting? Like, they're on point now. I keep I keep seeing more and more of these, like, not actually installed on people, but just, like, um, they're showing diagrams of, like, how small the chip is and what it looks like. Just like Neuralink. Like, like, what what freaks me out is, like, say they do get all this uh, information on where there's an outbreak right what if you have that chip on you and say you're in, uh, one of those people in the area are they going to be able to like lock you into that area like oh shit he might be one of the people that has that shit because he just walked into the zone i think it, it, so, it probably would be it'd be a way for containment and possibly a uh, quarantine like yeah it, it's scary because imagine, <laughs> all right, so we know that if you have Facebook and you have Facebook tracking on, it affects GPS. Like, it lets you know. Um, that's what, like, Waze was based off and stuff. Like, okay, if you have all these apps, we can tell you, you know, how bad the traffic is. Well, mm-hmm. the same principle would then have to, you know, be applied to this idea of the CDC creating an app. If enough people are registered with this app and they follow all the guidelines, like when they get vaccinated, they fill out their profile and all that, and their phone is always with them, you know, or their iPhone, i Apple Watch or smartwatch, well then they then can create like in the Dark Knight and Batman, they can create like a big radar system that goes, okay, this that person is immune, and if you're not one of those people, it's almost like it can point you out. And then now that we have facial recognition and all this software being put up, like that big brother surveillance state that we saw in like V for uh, for Vendetta or in um, Mm -hmm. Psychopass, like that's, that's going to be the, the state that we're being, and it's not us. Like I was trying to explain it to, uh, to Deej because he wasn't really getting it, but I was telling him, I was like, bro, like this isn't for you. It's like, you're a fucking adult. Like they don't give a fuck about you. Like at the end of the day, like you're already set in your ways like but you know who they're going after they're going after your fucking nephew Derek you know that's who they're going after because he it's already next been generation yep it's already been branded in his mind that groups of large gatherings is bad 
and that those people should be snitched on. You know who also had a lar- had a had a um, a forbidden gathering group of people, the founding fathers when they created this nation. You know, think about mm-hmm. it. All all revolutionaries had to gather under the guise of silence. The Black Panthers, you know, they got rid of them quick. Now they're coming Fucking after Jesus. you for exact Jesus. Like they're coming after you now on Thanksgiving and on Christmas if you have too many people gathering, but then they can tell yep. you what to do and then what not to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, all, all, all the politicians are able to do whatever they want and they're they're free as fuck. They're, motherfuckers are having their fucking dinner parties. Motherfuckers are going to Mexico and shit. And like they're over here telling us like, yo, we all need to do our part. But it seems like the only ones that they want to do our, the part is us and it doesn't go for them. And that's like the ultimate like... Um, I guess I don't want to say dictatorial type shit, but it's, it's authoritarian. If you're not going to follow the your rules, you got to practice what you preach. And Len, even if that it's especially in America, you if people don't want to listen to these rules that aren't necessarily that well that aren't law, you have to let people be free to to to. I mean, for better or worse, kill themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yes. No, and that's but, um, that's that. I really think quick. Yeah, go ahead. You're you're, ta- you're talking about the. Fuck. Um, the, 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 the GPS something really weird that happened today as a matter of fact I was, I was getting a ride with my dad and um, we, we, we're, we're, when we're in the car I, I asked him to take me back to, to my house really quick and on the as we started driving there there's a million different places that his maps could have brought up that we're en route to but for some reason his 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 car actually was just like yo is this the address that you're headed to just by itself and it's one of those things where i was like dude did did it do that because it's connected to your phone and your and your phone is right next to mine so like it's able to read an algorithm and just assume we're on this street going this direction that we're going straight to my house and given the current time probably too like oh well this seems like about the time you may be going home or have gone home before Exactly, and it's just one of those things where it's like, how fucking creepy is that shit that it's able to know essentially what you're doing without you even consulting it. Well, I mean, you know, it's really creepy. Did you check out the uh, the video that Boston Dynamics had released for like New Year's and shit of the dancing fucking robots? No, please. Ew. Oh my god, hold <laughs> Are on. Are they doing the robot? Yeah, I-, I will bring it up right now and share my screen. Hold Bro. the fuck on. I mean, they've been teaching these motherfuckers how to do backflips and shoot guns. It's, I guess it makes sense. I mean, I don't like it. Hold on one second. I need to go grab my margarita. Again. I can still hear you. I should be able to still hear yeah, you. Yeah, I, I got the video queued up because this shit right, is a trip. Let me grab the blender. And I don't even... What? <laughs> yeah, I got to grab my blender because that's where all my drinks are. You gonna you gonna just start blending up drinks on a podcast? <laughs> no, it's already blended. Oh, okay. That that would just be rude. All right, here I come. Cheers. All right. Fuck it. Go ahead, and fire that shit up. All right. Oh, I'm about to be saucy tonight. Let me go ahead and. I'm not- not sure if I'm going to get my shit right while I'm on stage. Oh, you disabled uh, screen sharing. Did I? Yeah. Uh, give me one second. 
but when you uh, took off really quick, I was talking about a. Uh, did you see that shit that um that I think Cuomo was talking about? How he uh isn't going to take the vaccine until all the black and brown people take it. The fuck? <laughs> I think it was Cuomo. I could be wrong about which politician said that. Are we sure that's like that's true? You know what? That is definitely worth worth uh, looking into because I kind of saw it posted on Instagram. Um, always mirror my video. Show video preview. What did you ask me to do again? I don't uh, know what I'm doing. Uh, I don't know what you Yeah, I, I'm not used to using Zoom on my phone. So, uh, I don't... Where would it even be at? God damn it. It should be like in the settings. I, I feel like I'm embarrassing us. Oh, here we go. This should be it. Um, so... Hmm. God damn it. Huh. Jesus Christ, what was that? Oh, that was a video. Uh, this is how I know I'm getting old. I don't know how to use technology as well as I used to. Yeah, like, man. Fuck. Swear to God. Because this video is like a trip. It's basically, you have those like Boston Dynamic dogs that look like they came from Metal Gear Solid and shit. And then like this humanoid looking robot and they're dancing like really fluid. Like it, it's scary how well and how balanced it's dancing. And it's like, okay, all I'm thinking to myself is if you put a motherfucking katana in this thing's hand, I'm going to fucking die. That's all I'm thinking. I mean, this is like, you call it dancing. All I'm seeing is put nunchucks on this motherfucker. We're like give this nigga a weapon and we're, and there's two of them. And then there's a third. So you got two humanoids and then you got a fucking a dog. So you got two humans and a dog's gonna come after you. Like the dog with the arm on it. They did the running man, Tim. They oh, no. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I under I, 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 I understand how like it's cool and whatnot, like that we can do this shit, but I don't Want to always <laughs> understand like the actual purpose behind it y'all can mark this down on january 6 2021 fame says he is gonna be robo prejudice fuck these robots i don't give a damn i'm sorry i just don't trust them <laughs> Fucking no robo dog we'll see oh, we my robot the goddamn robots john all right you should be able to do it now okay T took me a while but i figured it out Hard work and perseverance. Oh, I've seen those little dog shits. Oh, man. What is this? And now I'm back to let you know I can shake them down. Like, what the fuck is this shit? It has rhythm! It has more rhythm than some black people do. It might have more rhythm than me. I ain't a dancing <laughs> nigga. <nugget. laughs> <laughs>
Why is he able to do stutter steps? It just jumped over something. You threw, <laughs> anyway, you threw a trash can in front of it as you're running down the alleyway. No, nigga. <laughs> All right. If you... Because I'm not down for transferring my consciousness. I'm, like, almost positive that if I transfer my consciousness, that's not actually me. It's just, like, a copy of me, right? Yeah. But what if they... <laughs> I, I believe, like, my conscious... Like, I believe that whatever is in my brain is what helps connect me to my consciousness so what i'm about to ask is say your body completely got just trashed and you were offered the opportunity for a brand new robot body but you keep your brain but they pretty much are pretty much going to put it in like a, a gel that will preserve it and give you this um metal body would you be down you know what I to be a to be one hundred percent. Nah, really? I, I don't think I, I. Yeah, because, and I don't know. Maybe it's just because of that, like, the faith that's in been like ingrained in me as a kid. But just like, okay, imagine this. I've seen RoboCop and other cyborg esque movies. You know, Cyborg from DC, and it always seems like okay. You you could have died and left this chapter of your li- of, of life behind and been able to go to the great unknown, the, the question that we don't know and haven't answered. But you you stay behind or you're clinging behind to stay in something that you already experienced and known. Like, yeah, you may have um, you know, some new cybernetic body and stuff, but it's still the same world. And Maybe if you asked me that question before, I would have probably said, you know, let me get that time in the suit. But I recently watched the movie Soul. And like when it dropped that weekend on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good movie. And it the idea, there's a scene in the movie when the guy originally goes and he's like in his soul state. And he's basically on the conveyor belt, uh, conveyor belt to heaven. And Everyone else is like going towards the light like they should be, you know, and he's running away and he happens to uh, run into these people. And then he's like, what are you guys doing? Like, why aren't you guys running? And then like the one of the women was like, I'm 106. So I'm a I'm 99. It's like I've been waiting for this day for a long time. And then they're like, oh, it must have happened quick to you. Like you must not have been ready. And then it's just like that right there was just like, yeah, like you're right. Like, if, like we have to get ready. I feel like to die and to go and, uh, and, and, you know, whether you call it astral project, leave this, the soul, like, like this vessel is meant and designed to die, you know, and our code, you know, either whether it gets recycled into a matrix, like we're all temporary files and all temporary mm-hmm. files are deleted, you know, mm-hmm. to make room for new files. But who knows what happens to those deleted files afterwards or supposedly, you know, like what if we're They're always there? Yeah. So I think that's why I wouldn't want to, like, I'm not going to lie, like, as fucked up as it is, I'm not that desperate to cling on to life here. Like, we had a real fucked up conversation, like, the other day when we were drinking at the house. Like, I was, we were saying, like, what if everyone's talking about all the tragic death of people that happened because we were talking about MF Doom, you know? And it's like, what if they were the lucky ones? Like, you know, it said in the Bible at the end, like, many people will wish for death, but death will never, it won't come. 
But what if they're I the lucky you. ones? Like, like they like shit's about to get really weird. I feel you. I actually I can't disagree with that because I do feel the same way in a lot of ways. But I don't know, man. I would like to give that robot body a test drive. That's and that's that's where the sci-fi cyberpunk fan of me comes into. Like, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but at the same time, like, what really makes us human? Is it our yeah. minds and thought, or is it this one of one body that was created for us or programmed for us? Mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel feel that for sure. Speaking of which, have you played Cyberpunk yet? No, I haven't. I feel it bad is, for all those yeah. people. I'm to be honest. Honestly, oh, I don't because it's fucking up. Yeah, and I don't think my computer can probably handle Cyberpunk mm-hmm. on like really Dang. good settings. My shit's like what going on four years old now with like old mm-hmm. like a Ryzen four seventy X graphics card. But you see, it's not the graphics card that worries me, but I definitely think like uh, new processors and RAM are are a necessity before a graphics card. To be honest, I uh, I was uh, showing Scoot the other day, but I'm, I haven't even played really any of the new games. Like I just started playing Tarkov again. I was telling Tom. Mm-hmm. But what I was t- showing Scoot yesterday was I have been back on my emulation shit. I mean, I have so many. Pokemon? Not just Pokemon. I'm talking about like Nintendo 64 games. On your PC? Yep. Just to name off okay. of a few that I have currently installed, Castlevania 1 yeah, and Legacy of Darkness, Clay Fighter, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, Cruising USA, Cruising World, Donkey Kong Racing, Donkey USA. Yep. I got GoldenEye, I got Kobe Bryant's NBA Courtside, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina's uh, Time, and uh, Majora's Mask, I got Madden, NFL Blitz, Mario Kart, of course, all the Mario parties, all the blitzes, Raider Rumble Boxing 2 and 1. I got uh, Shadow Man, South Park, South Park Racing, Super Mario, Smash, Tony Hawk, all of them, War Gods, Rave Rage, just basically all the classics. And then also. Jesus Christ, you got so many. <laughs> but then also, I don't have that many. No, to, I'm impressed. To top it off, I also downloaded a GameCube emulator. So now I got, of course, you know, Spider-Man 2. Because the Spider-Man 2 on the PS2 emulator runs like shit. So I got Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2, Super Smash Brothers Melee, Mario Kart, SSX Tricky, Metal Gear. And then for the PS2 SSX side, Tricky? Yes. SSX Tricky. Uh, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's one of the most badass games ever. And then, of course, for PlayStation, got the arenas, got Metal Gears. I got mm-hmm. ESPN take 2K football, which is also probably the greatest football game of all time. And uh, ESPN 2K5, uh, Madden 08, another one of the greatest Maddens of all time. NCAA 06, mm-hmm. Manhunt, Silent Hill 2, and then Ooh, Manhunt. Yep, Pap, uh, Prapa the Rapper. Oh, <laughs> I was just course, think, I was just rapping those songs the other day. Kick, punch, oh. it's all in the mic. And also this. <laughs> Let, let, let me uh I'm gonna tell give me a nigga a heart attack. Tell bro. me if you uh if you know what the, what game this is. Hold on. Yeah. 
Hold on. Wait for it. Oh. <laughs> I gotta wait because it's gonna tell you the name of the title in this little like bullshit ass little introduction. But nah, man, like I've been taking time going back and playing like nostalgic games that either I couldn't afford or I just didn't know about. Like I don't know about you, but I never I never actually played Kingdom Hearts. Like I played it, but I never played it. Oh, hold up. Yeah, I, 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 uh... Do you know what this is? We don't have to... What game is that? Tell me if you remember. Was that was that tires reaching? Yes. Was that was that one of the Need for Speeds? Or was that Crazy Taxi? No, Crazy Taxi wasn't EA. Yeah, so that was one of the Need for Speeds. Oh, you're almost there. Oh no, that's Burnout. Burnout. Burnout? Where you crash your car? Isn't that what those things are called? Oh, okay, I, I don't know what it is. So close. Hold on one second. This this one will do it for you. This 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 will make you remember. Remember? You remember? Do you remember now? You, you know how you do it, man. It's a trip. People don't even believe we're together right now. Do y'all remember? Wow. Fuck, it's so familiar. <laughs> like, I, I remember that, but, like, I don't know where it comes from. Oh, yeah, it is Need for Speed, then. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I said that like 20 times and you weren't saying yes. Wait, but you know which one? Oh, oh the Underground 2. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, man. And this is well, my well, usually, shit. Usually, well, that, that is my fault. I should have been more specific. Well, yeah, when I say Need for Speed, I do like mean under one of the... Well, I mean Underground. I forgot there was an Underground 2. But yeah, the only Need for Speeds I really did play were uh, the Underground underground 1 and 2 and uh, Hot Pursuit. Yeah, man, I've been enjoying a lot of the classics. Like, I was uh, I was talking to the homie Matt and just like showing everything because he isn't no dick about computers and what they're capable of doing and shit. And I just sent him a quick snap, me playing some Need for Speed, and he just lost his shit. He was like, "Bruh, I didn't even know." I was like, "I know." You, you know what game you have to? The game you have to get that's really fucking dope. Um, 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 um. I can't believe I can't. I, I'm drawing a blank. It's Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs. Uh, oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Um, Fuck. Yeah, Not Jurassic in space. Park. No. Uh, uh, wait a minute. No, fuck, fuck that. I was literally just playing this fucking game. Not quite. I completely forgot it was a thing. Um, hold on. Crisis. Crisis. Right. Time crisis, crisis, Dino core? crisis. Dino crisis. There you go. 
that game. <laughs> oh my god, I for, I forgot about this game. But then fucking I I saw the the PlayStation cover and I was like, oh, I'm getting it. I bought it off of Steam for fucking cheap as fuck. It was like pennies, bro. Oh shit, Dino Crisis. Where is it at? Are you sure that was a PS2, not a PS1 game? PS1. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't have a PS1 emulator, unfortunately. Nah. Beyond that. It's on Steam. Oh, really? Uh huh. It's like two bucks on Steam. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I-, I could definitely do that. Oh, shit. They d- yeah, I, just, well, I just got an update saying that we might be getting that $2,000 Stimmy. Or- yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, because. Uh, Whatchamacallit, the the two the two Senate positions in Georgia, they ended up getting filled by Democrats. So now Democrats are like, I guess they have the House majority or whatever the fuck. I get confused with all that shit. But yeah, we're getting those 2,000 stimmies. Yeah. I will be so, so <laughs> pleased if we get that $2,000 stimmy. That's going straight into the market and back into my pocket or back into their pockets, technically. Yeah. Dude, I'm just I'm just trying to like, oh man, the future seems exciting, even though all this shit's going down. Well, what, what do you got? Planned, I don't know. What do you have planned going on with the future? Because I mean, right now, not to you know shine on a negative subject, you are unemployed. Mm-hmm. Comedy in L.A. County technically really doesn't seem like it's opening back up like it used to. Ooh, like, ooh, shout out to. All <laughs> oh, the comedy not going on. Well, I mean, yeah, that sucks. Shout out to all the comics that fuck with us, you know. Yeah. But uh, that's some real shit, and um, definitely <laughs> our platform is open okay. to other comics, you know. And I mm. do like that we, you know, can be a platform for those guys. But mm. realistically, you know, what's what's been going on? Because I've I'm not gonna lie, I've been trying to do my best to stay somewhat quarantined outside of riding my bike. Which, uh, again, shout out to me. Just a few weeks ago, rode to the <laughs> beach and back. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I agree with that. I've been mainly just like doing a lot of staying at home. Um, I've been doing some open mics here and there when I get the chance. But uh, how are the uh, explain to everyone like how are the vibes at the open mics for California right now, bro? What's fucking funny is like I I I was actually just saying this like <laughs> you're kind of like a rebel. If you're doing comedy right now, like comedy was already in like a tough spot because of all like the uh, the PC and SJW and all, all that shit going on. So it was already in a tough spot. But then like, especially here in California, like they, they're pretty much we, we, there was it wasn't going on for the longest for like the whole beginning of the year. It wasn't going on. But then people started started these underground mics and pe- like, you know, if there's a will, there is a way. And that's pretty much what started happening. So there's like a lot of a lot of comedy in people's backyards, or somebody will invite you over to their apartment or their fucking or like like you know, you'll just be like twenty niggas cramped in a fucking single room apartment. Like hey guys, yeah, like that's still social still social distancing, <laughs> but like you're lying to everybody saying that you're social distancing. That's got to be but, tough. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of that. There was some a, a lot of bars were kind of pretty much opening up their patios. So. A lot of outdoor shit, which is which is cool. If and like even when you see everybody, like the great thing about especially the comedy community is that uh, 
we shit on everything. So naturally, when you're one of the people that shit on everything, not saying that like you're smarter than anyone, but like you understand that, hey, if I'm sick, I'm talking about people, I'm talking shit on people that are sick and going out and spreading the virus. So I'm not going to be one of those people. So it's very common that like if, if, if you're sick, stay home. Or if you're scared, stay home. And there's a lot of people that kind of, especially at the beginning, there, there, there's a lot of people like, um, I guess I'd say virtue signaling, saying like pretty much like get it, try to, try to hop in people's comments and be like, you're a fucking disgrace. I can't believe you're doing shit like this with all this going on. And it's one of those things where it comes back to like, yo, this is America, land of the free. If you're scared to go to church, that type of shit, you know? Yeah. But uh, it is at one, at pretty much the point because. <clears throat> I don't want to say everybody that's going to get the virus has already caught the virus. There's still going to be more cases as we go on into the future. But I would, I, I think it's safe to say that like the worst is behind us at this point. Unless of course this virus just mutates into some crazy fucking like zombie disease or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, a lot of comics are pretty much like we, we understand the dynamic so we do try to make as much as as many shows as possible safe. But at the same time, there has been like that. I mean, there's a lot. What's crazy is like there's some people that are actually thriving with these Zoom shows. Like there's some people where like if you saw them live, it's like they would have been they've been doing comedy for years. But for just whatever reason, their, their, their life shit just never snapped. But there's some people where like you see them in Zoom and it's like, damn, this person's a lot funnier like this. Which is really fucking cool because now there is a new platform to perform comedy. But I mean, personally for me, it's not my style. You know what it is? I don't mm -hmm. think when it comes to the Zoom shows, my thing is a big part of comedy for me as a spectator and someone who just enjoys comedy, which also for those of you out there, I think the best way to start the morning is to start the morning listening to to some stand up. Like, not music, not some just No, start your morning off laughing, and I swear to God, you will have a better outlook. But um, I feel like the laughter is a big part of it. So if I'm seeing someone telling a joke, it feels like if you were just telling... If you're doing a set right now, and I'm in the Zoom crowd, you don't see the Zoom crowd, so to say. It's like you're... Like, I'm just seeing you. I'm not seeing everybody else. So I'm like, okay, I'm laughing by myself in my room to someone who not necessarily, like, can you hear my laughter? Can you even know if the jokes are hitting or, like, what's going on? Like, are you, would it be, like, everyone else has their their mic on, like, mute? But, it, like, I don't know. I, it, it'd be so weird. Um, yeah. So that would be interesting. But if, if someone could have, like, a laugh track or something, like, almost like some, like, like a sitcom, like, where I know where I'm kind of supposed to laugh, maybe, like, where if the joke's not funny, I'm not gonna laugh. But if I know that there's a like laugh track going along with it, I might be like, oh yeah, so I'm not crazy, I'm laughing too. Yeah, but even that's a little corny. Like, um, did you have you watched uh, the five part like I guess many series I guess you'd call it of uh, Andrew Scholl's uh, Saints America? I did, and I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't a fan. Really, I thought. Cause you know I what it was, he did a really good bro. Job. He he did Mitch Hedberg. Explain. 
that whole his whole sh- that whole show all I saw was Mitch Hedberg. Like I get what you're doing. Like it's like it felt like Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. I always fuck with his last name. Mitch Hedberg. And um and Daniel Tosh's point oh, that's what I kind of felt like. It's just like it was nonsense. It was like just joke after joke after joke, just like shotgun at you. And it's, it's it was funny, but the whole time looking at it, it's like I've seen this done better. Like remember Ooh. Dimitri Martin? Yeah, Dimitri Martin. Yeah. See, did it better uh, i agree and disagree because yeah it was very much like uh it reminded me a lot of like the daily show or even Dosh, tosh point but like the thing with his is that since there wasn't no audience to laugh that's i feel like that's why he did present it in just like rapid fire success which for me like i thought was funny because like the only shitty thing for me was that there was jokes that like because i was laughing at the last last joke I didn't get to hear the next joke. And then, like, it'll pretty much be like, I'm laughing, joke happens, I didn't hear it, but then I calm down, and then I hear the next joke, and now I'm laughing again. That's why I did, that's why I actually, me personally, I liked it. It wasn't... And don't get me wrong, I don't want to hate. I'm not trying to sound like a hater saying, like, oh, it was bad. It just, when I was looking, it just wasn't for me. Like, if anything, what it showed me was, Andrew Schultz could definitely be a host of a show, and I would fuck with it. If, if he had a show, I would like um if he had his own not like Tosh Point like where it's just clips, but if he had his own uh daily desk show. yeah, daily show or desk show where it's him talking to people just for thirty minutes or like maybe like yeah, do they do an hour? I I, thirty minutes would be perfect. I think, I think that's what actually helped because I think if he would have did that for like however long like if that was just oh. him sitting there for like an hour or two. I don't think it would have been funny, but what I did like was that he broke it up into four or five parts. You know who? Um, and that's what helped me digest it. Easy. That's what's also yeah. I guess I guess you could say that it's a and it was because it was all kind of current. You know, it, it addressed the corona and it was a. It, mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't consider that a stand-up show for some reason. Like that's what doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it is the crowd dynamic. But something about that doesn't feel like stand-up. Like, and I'm again, it's not like it wasn't funny. I laughed. Like, I watched it. But at the same time, like, when I was hearing Joe Rogan give it so much praise, I was thinking to myself, like, okay, like, uh, maybe you know, let me check it out. You know, because you know, Joe Rogan. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't find a lot of the references that he finds funny. Like, there's some comics he'll reference and be like, oh, this really, they're hilarious. And I'm like, I didn't, I'm not a big fan. You know, whatever. But again, yeah. I'm not shitting. But with this, he was really hyping up, saying Andrew Schultz is like a genius. And I was like, okay, let me check it out. And I'm like, okay, this is good. But again, like in my mind, I'm just thinking Mitch. I'm like, I remember when Mitch just throwing him out, throwing him out, throwing him out and laughing. And like the fact that I guess maybe that you don't have visual aids and you don't have like the production of the show. Like if you had done that on stage, would it have been as funny kind of thing? Or, you know, maybe it's just... and I guess that's that's my my gripe with it because Dom checked it out and he liked it, you know. So yeah. I'm, I'm not. I gonna... feel like you're watching it more expecting like stand up comedy. Yeah. Well, hold on, my bad. I got distracted. Somebody just hit me up. But I feel like you're looking at it more as like a stand up comedy set instead of, I guess, what it ended up being. And I will admit, going into it, I was expecting like a stand up comedy set. But once I realized that's not what I was getting, I just kind of like buckled in. And and after watching it, I was like, yo, this is like extremely impressive given the circumstances. 
Ooh, you know what it also too? And I'll, this is what it was. I don't like that they were released all at once. That show should have been released um, weekly because once I saw one and I saw it, it would just, it ran into one another and they were only 15 minutes long, you know? So I think if they were would just, they? yeah. Yeah, 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 they were, huh? So yeah. if they, I think if they would have done like a weekly or just did one 30 minute one a week or just spread it out, I would have been looking forward to the next one instead of like binging through it and being like, oh, that was just real quick joke after joke after joke after joke. But you know, yeah. still some good shit. I'm just curious to yeah. see like how like all right, so moving forward just from from that conversation, like Andrew Schultz figured out a way to navigate and do it. But mm-hmm. other than that, the only person that was legitimately able to do it this year seemed to have been Burt Kreischer. And Burt Kreischer Ooh. and Tom Segura have been killing it with those little drive through shows. Uh, you know, get well soon, Tom. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the live show on New Year's? <laughs> no, I, I, I've seen clips and shit, but I haven't actually oh watched it. Oh, my. I paid for it and watched it live. Holy fuck. That was... <laughs> Oh my god! Have you seen the video of him breaking his shit? Oh no! I've been too scared to watch it. Oh no! We're gonna fucking watch that. Oh, don't do it! I heard. I heard you hear it snap. Yeah, you do, and it's so fucked up. Like it's, yeah. They uh, they just released it on your mom's house. Hold up. Oh yeah, I I saw it pop up on my YouTube. I was like, I don't, especially because I heard Joey Diaz talking about it. I was like, ooh, that 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 sounds. Oh, I don't know. I want to get some merch just off of like, cause they have merch about the accident. Should I want to catch some like, holy shit. What's funny is right before that happened, I was actually on the Reddit and I saw the, I, and uh, Tom Segura was uh, talking to just like people on Reddit for like, it was like a big ass fucking um, thread. And then fucking, all of a sudden, I ended up seeing that pop up on YouTube. It's just so bad. <laughs> Hold up. Damn, did I miss it? Oh, no, they've made memes about it. Hey, really quick. Is yeah. Tom still in Thailand? Yeah, he hasn't been back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, he's still in Thailand. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, he just hit me up right now saying that he's opening up a craft beer bar. Yep. He was talking about going with the name Brew and Q, and I was like, you should do that. That's a really good name. It gets the point across, and it's catchy enough for people to be like, Brew and Q. Like, what? Oh, Brew. And like, yeah, that would I'm be. Actually, that's actually really dope. Now I have, now I have like a real legit reason to go back to time. Dude, that's what I want to go back. Oh, shit, I here it is. Up, let, him host, let, me, let him have me host a night over there. Can you see that shit, though? Yeah, let me go ahead and screen share this. Mm. Oh, that's gonna be good. <laughs> I like that one. That's good. I one. like that one. That was a good one. Good Leo one. I miss him. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no, not this one. Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh shit, is that it? Mr. Clavicle. Here's another one. Did we make. I, I don't know which ones we made. The, in, the rest of these we made. We did? Okay, here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> see his arm? Oh, that's good. 
was great. That shit is That's a great one. Up. Here's another one. Oh, same, different angle. Uh, here's the crane. Jesus. So ridiculous. Is that he couldn't. So it's over. Oh, no, here. I could do it. Bet you feel bad now. And is Bert trying to do it. Nice. Yeah. And it's. And then we're going to play the some of the parodies. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, here it is. Oh, fuck. I love how he has a great attitude. Here we go, guys. I know. It's it's injury video. I, I love Tom. One. Tom reminds yeah, me so much of myself. <laughs> Oh boy. Horrible or hilarious. <laughs> oh. Oh. So what happened there? Some people think that there's a slip. Oh, like you slip on stuff and people are like, oh, must have been a wet spot. That's Dude, look at old boy in the fucking background with his mouth like that when I planted. <laughs> so what we did was I dunked on nine, right? This is the part that's like so ridiculous. Is that he look couldn't. At so Bert it's over. Push it, twist his arm. And they're like I don't know who said, like, I think you can get Hold a couple up. inches more. So they cranked it up to like 9.3 or 9.6 or something. And so I go, to, I plant off my left foot and my patella tendon snaps. And that's what, that's what's actually happening there. And then my oh. left arm instinctively goes behind me to kind of race it for the fall. You know, just, it's not a thought. It's just an instinct. Like this guy right here. It breaks. Holy so this is another fuck. angle. This is another angle. Oh. This is another angle. Oh boy, I don't like this angle. This is the other angle. Oh. <laughs> it's twisted. His skin is twisted. And then watch Bert. Watch Bert just fucking yeah. like. His arm. Yeah. His arm. Bert helps me. Right ah! Jesus. Can you call I'm a, like, you like how I'm like, can you can call 911? Yeah. His arm. Bert helps me right there. Oh. Jesus. Can you call Like, you like how I'm like, can you can call 911? Fucking Bert. The fucking oh. Bert's like, like, oh, let's let's just put this back. <laughs> I mean, but besides oh. that, it seemed like Bert and Tom were like crushing the whole pandemic. You know, like Bert was on yeah. tour, Tom was doing his thing, and but yeah, that was yeah, that was a lot Actually, to watch. Well, the way that Bert did it is like, as far as I've seen, especially over here in California, is the best way to do it because. Uh, excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> because from what I see, like these outdoor shows are pretty fucking awesome. Like they work. I think that they would work. I mean, but it's only gonna work for for certain people. Um, you would have to be a high selling act. Like I could picture Kevin Hart could do that. You know, Dave Chappelle could easily do that. Did you see Kevin Hart's new special? Yeah. Um, see, I liked it. I, I actually enjoyed it. The only the one thing I didn't like, but now I do like. I didn't like how he was calling the coronavirus the vid. Ain't nobody was calling the coronavirus the vid. We was all calling it the Rona. All right. Oh, you caught the Rona? Oh, that's the Rona. Like, but now I caught myself calling it the vid. Like, oh, that's the vid right there. Oh, since I'm about to spark up this weed, you know what I'm about to do later? What? I'm about to. Cut my plants. Oh, that's right. You've been growing this little while. Yeah, and they are they are so we got ourselves some good old fashioned fucking giggle bush, like some good ass dang dang. dang. Like Amir was Amir, shout out to Lunar Farms. He was saying it looks pretty good. Teat was saying it looks good. So me and Dom later on tonight, we about to chop that shit and uh get that shit ready to dry out. 
That's what's up. <clears throat> Fucking. <clears throat> um. Shit, there we go. Fucking, um. What was I about to say? God damn it, I hate my fucking ass. It's not coming back. No, I want it to come back. No, it's not coming back. Okay. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, uh. I guess, like, back, back to, like, comedy shit, though. Like, for me personally, like, I'm trying to get out of state. Like, um, one of the black, big plans for me is, like, I'm, I'm trying to go to Vegas or Texas right now. Ah, <clears throat> uh, okay. I feel you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not opposed to getting out of California. But at the same time, play it like the stock market. Mm-hmm. I would say wait it a little bit because right now everyone's trying to go and leave. But mm-hmm. you're going to be dealing with that, like, gold rush mentality where mm-hmm. you're not going to get a good deal now. Because everybody knows that everybody wants to move to Texas, so prices are going to be going up. You know, you're you're not buying the dip anymore. You're, you're buying the the increase. So that's the good thing. I have people that already live there that like okay, I've then, been in contact with. All right, then if you're like trying to move in with family and like you know create roots, there's nothing wrong with that. Because yeah, right now I see it as California. Right now, I feel like it's almost like they're devaluating the stock on purpose. Like they want people to leave so they can do that. something else later. Yeah. I truly, I, I truly believe that's been one of the big plans for a while now. I mean, maybe it's just the paranoid conspiracy theorists inside of me, but I feel like that's been one of the big plans. I, I don't know why, but for some reason, they really want to make this the land of the rich. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they cool. I feel like they've been doing a lot to like get get the average man out of this out of this thing. Well, it's like look how perfect, not perfect, but look how like. Look at our land and look at what we have to offer in California, like the weather, the, you know, the infrastructure. But at the same time, we have a big country full of land. And I always bring it up to when we travel during the uh, the warp tour and on that bus, like when you drive through middle America and you drive through some of these places, you realize how beautiful that land is. And you realize how like everything else is kind of bullshit. Like if you could really just have a nice piece of land, have your home. Have a town that you can go into to get supplies, and now that Amazon has everything, and they'll probably be doing drone drops to people's houses. Like, it's not even needed. So yeah, man. Like, I could definitely see myself like moving out, like, and not staying in California. Like, yeah, we can have family out here, but do we need to have settled roots? Like, you can see family with a, a Zoom call. Like, if you miss them that much, like, give them a Zoom call. We're talking right now. That's what, that's what scares me is because I don't. I want to leave here because, like, I, I I'm kind of over California. But at the same time, I want to come back. I want like no matter what, California is always going to be home. But like, unfortunately, once you do move from California, that's that. Like, there's really no coming back. I don't know anyone that's ever moved from California. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's Especially, we know the bullshit, and no, no, we don't. It's like. If you were born into chains, you would never know you're in chains. So when you leave California and you experience the freedoms of a Texas, you know, basically like no taxes and shit, like, or you move to like these Arizonas and, and you realize, yeah, the, 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 the landscape may not be the same, maybe hotter. You may not have beaches and you may not have this, that, and the third. But when you realize that you have a different type of life, you know, trips mean something to you, like driving to the be- going to the beach. Like when you don't have a beach, it's like, oh, no, we're going to the beach this weekend. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, we're going to the beach. Like because you you appreciate it. Like I remember I used to 
like love going to the beach as a kid, and then once you realize the beach is just a thirty minute drive away, you're like I don't give a fuck. Like it's always gonna be there. Yeah. We're spoiled with that shit. We could go anywhere, anytime. Or I shouldn't say anywhere, anytime. Dude, we could have any environment at any given time. We're spoiled as a nation. Like, I just, I wake up every day and just thank God that I'm not living in an actual fucking war zone. Like, we didn't even talk about what's going on in the, in the Capitol. Like, remember, oh. they stormed the fucking Capitol today. <laughs> yeah, how, how did we not, how have we not touched this subject yet? Yeah. I know, I know. Actually, that, that's actually something we should, like, really lay into right now. Yeah. Because, I mean, <clears throat> Being that we just had this shit happen, not this exact shit happen. I feel like nigga, we've okay. never had this happen. When's the last time you had actual citizens arm the fucking capital, have a shoot off? We have one woman dead. Actually, you that's know what, what I'm saying. Before, before, that's what I'm saying. Like, before we lay into this, I'm gonna play a little interview clip that I already have queued up on my phone. So hold on one second, just two minutes. I'm, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna let you listen. We had uh, stormed into the, the chambers inside, and there was a young lady who rushed through the windows. A number of police and Secret Service were saying, get back, get down, get out of the way. She didn't heed the call, and as we kind of raced up to grab people and pull them back, they shot her in the neck, and she fell back on me and started saying she was fine, it's cool. And then she started kind of, like, moving weird, and blood was coming out of her mouth and neck and nose, and I don't know if she's alive or dead anymore. How did you get back out of the building? Uh, riot, riot police came in and started ushering. So us you out can check out that. Where did you enter the building and where did you exit? Just so you know what the guy looks like. Other side with the scaffolding. Yeah, no, yeah, I've seen this flashbangs and tear gas and blitzed our way in through all the chambers, just trying to get get into Congress or whoever we could get into. Now it's funny because he sounds like a victim, but Nicky, do you hear what he's saying? Yeah, they're raiding the Capitol fucking building. What the fuck do you expect? It's like y'all are fucking bugging. That's what I wanted to, to. That's what I was kind of getting at. Like being that the protest that we had, however many months ago, that seemed like it was just like two months ago. But that was like middle middle of the summer, right? Like August or some shit like that. Being fuck, not forgot. Fuck that damn alcohol. I'm forgetting all my shit. Anyway, <clears throat> being that that shit just happened, how like. For me, it's one of those things where it's like, what do these people expect to obtain? Because they, I feel like they kind of took it a step further than what was even happening during the BLM protest. Well, the BMO, the BLM protests weren't as, I mean, granted, they were rowdy, you know, but they were not like that. They weren't storming the fucking Capitol. And the exactly. thing is, that right there, just I'm not going to lie, like, I don't like to poke at the whole race shit because I feel like that's always a tactic, a tactic of division. Like, we've always been in a state of race, uh, race division. You know, just look at World War fucking two. That whole world, that world war was just a fucking race war at the end of the day. You know, when you really break it down, the Japanese hated the fucking Chinese, the Ju uh, Germans hated the Jews and just like America just like, yo, cut it all out. <laughs> but then they're yeah, like, yo, yo they're just like, I hope, I hope they'll look at us and remember that we had slaves. Like, <laughs> but, but that, and, and then we started just bombing fucking Japanese people. Exactly. But the Japanese <laughs> were eating people. Yes, they were. Yeah, they were <laughs> so, eating, yeah. So, but, but, but that, that's kind of their, uh, that was kind of like the fault of but, like their leaders. The, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not a, per, that's not a personal attack. That's like a leadership thing. But, you know, but getting back to it, it's like, 
the like all this shit that we've seen happen with like Black Lives Matter protests, and regardless of what you think about it, it's always ended up being super aggressive and violent by the police. And yes, when you look, very aggressive towards yeah. Those. But now look at what happens with or, this. I say us, yeah, black people. yeah. But someone may have died during this raid, but they allowed them to even get in the building. Like, bro, do you think a Black Lives Matter protest would have even escalated and gotten that far before shit started cra- getting, like, before bullets started flying, whether they were rubber or real or whether it was tear gas? So it's like, it's like, you guys, are like, I feel like they're being set up for the fall. And it's like, it doesn't matter what it is, like, and especially if, like, for Trump fans, like, I really feel bad for you because it's like, I'm not a, a Trump supporter, but I'm not a super anti-Trump supporter. You know what I'm saying? Like... I don't give a fuck about politicians. So it's like when I see those people that wear Trump with it on their sleeve, it's like, look how dumb you look right now. Like, these are the people that are still representing you. It's like, well, that's not all. But it's like, it's like, you know, like they say that one apple spoils the bunch. Like, and they say, oh, don't look at one person to be a direct reflection. Well, it's like too fucking bad. That's what everyone's going to see now. And it's like two weeks. Niggas couldn't just wait two weeks for Trump to get out of office, like, and these handover shit gracefully. Like, this shit is like, it's so embarrassing. Well, that's the problem is they didn't want him to have to. They're pretty much going, like, as much as they're like going like full on America, they're going against the Constitution right now because they feel like Trump got cheated. But at the same time, it's like there's really no fucking proof that he got cheated. Like. Of course, we're divided. Where once, where his side was saying like, "Oh yeah, we should do all this," but at the end of the day, they never said like it was proven. Nobody ever said this shit was proof. Mm-hmm. And that's where you got these radical people that are like, "Oh no, we fucking back Trump so hard that we're going to go against the Constitution," which to me is fucking crazy because now you've become the very thing that you swore you were going to fight. Yeah. And and then like it's being a sore loser. It's, it's really yeah, being a sore loser because you because they're, they're playing into conspiracies and that's why I always like whenever I have these conversations with my dad or whenever I try to talk to people I always try to put it as like a court case like okay I'm going if we're if we're supposed to believe that this person is an expert a so-called doctor they hold the credentials that we value to be important how am I and I'm using them now as like testimony to prove my point how can you call me crazy or dismissive when I'm getting the proof from an expert it's kind of like what's going on with this election it's like okay if you weren't able to show solid evidence that would be obviously one in a court case that shows that a that cheating did occur if you cannot prove that in a court of law then you're just going off of com- conspiracies and hearsay and yes i'm all for exactly. conspiracies but you still have to conduct yourself in the manner of business and and just uh etiquette you know like when you lose a game what do we all do when we were in kids you know kids we would line up on that 50 and we would shake their hand and you know mm-hmm. you know hey you were the better man today, but it's like this shit is just like some sore loser, the like tantrum ass babies, and it just sucks because like if you were a Trump fan, this is the legacy that he will leave behind forever. Yeah, like this is what we we'll learn in history books. Yeah, just like how we learned that JFK got his head popped, we're gonna learn about how fucking the people stormed the Capitol when uh, Donald Trump lost his uh, second term at presidency. <laughs> What's funny is that I saw pictures of like Confederate flags and shit in there. It's like you guys are still touting the fucking flag that lost. How ironic! But, um, it's like how ironic. 
one of the questions that I want to get your opinion on, <clears throat> because of course, when we talk about BLM, right, I believe that we're both kind of in agreement that at some point, well, there's a difference between the organization and the movement. Mm -hmm. The movement is a very positive thing, but the organization itself seems like it kind of it had well, well, the leaders have been have said it outright themselves that they that they studied Marxism and shit like that. And then there's a lot of other talk about how uh, the BLM pretty much got hijacked by Antifa and other uh, anti-American groups. Well, that's exactly the think, point. Do you think that it's possible that now we're looking at a case where even the Trump supporters and Proud Boys, do you believe that it's possible that they also got infiltrated by the same group and that's why shit pretty much went that way? Because, yeah. I mean... Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, 100%. Um, like... A person that I that I actually like and enjoy listening to to hear that other counter argument is Steven Crowder. You know, like I feel like he gives a really good, you know, counterpoint with comedy to it, you know, and a lot of sarcasm and I understand that. And I like I remember hearing about the Proud Boy movement a long time ago and looking into it. And again on paper when you it's just like Black it Lives Matter. On but on paper it sounds Good, you know, like it sounds like things my grandfather and father kind of taught me, you know, growing up, you know, being, you know, a man, standing up for things that are right, doing the right thing and thing. And, you know, just like the old school code of honor that men used to follow, you know, and I, you know, I rocked with it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Not saying I support, it, but it's like I'm not talking shit on it. You know, this is before I think this is before we even started doing our podcast, you know. Yeah, they they start rising up around 2017, I think. And the same thing with Black Lives Matter. It's like I understand the spirit of it. I don't agree with the whole foundation, but it's like I know when you say Black Lives Matter, I understand what, we're, what you're saying. It's like you know, there's been a lot of oppressive shit that's happened to Black people for too long, and it's time to stand up and just say no. When you see that shit, you got to call it out. It's like nah, you're doing some fucked up shit. That's some bullshit. I'm calling you out on it. Black Lives Matter. You know, but. You know, just like we have the spirit of the law and the word of the law, like there's people that are in it for that type of corporation trying to make money and like all that. And that's where it's like not grimy. Like that's where I think the people that infiltrate a movement fuck it up, just like the Black Panther movement. So mm -hmm. I can easily see how both those movements could have been, you know, infiltrated and, you know, tear torn apart from the inside out. But the spirit of it, I get it. Like think about even the name. Proud boys, what are you saying? I'm proud to be a boy. Regardless of what your alternative meeting is, you create a name that just in essence says proud boys. Okay, yeah. there's black people, white people, a bunch of people in that shit, Asians. And then what do you have in Black Lives Matter? You're just saying black lives matter. Okay, we, if you want to get techno, you can say brown, you can say yeah. No, we're just saying anything other than white when we've seen in this country that is founded by a founding father of white people, regardless if you want to get into, you know, where which actual, you know, Germany, whatever. It's the color of your skin, white, you know, people it, that, that comes later. That's, that's like being in a tribe in Africa. You know, at the end of the day, you're black. But are you, you know, from Nigeria? Are you from Sudan? Like, what do you? So all I'm saying is like. I fuck with Black Lives Matter and spirit just as much as I fuck with the idea of being a proud boy in in, mm -hmm. in the movement. But honestly, 
like fuck all that shit. Just like I say, fuck the Republicans, fuck the Democrats, fuck all that. Like, like we can't be so ide- identity politics. Like I don't yes. need a label to to tell you who I am when I know who I am. We should all just be Americans. Yeah, same thing. I like why we don't like can- why we don't cancel comedians. It's the same thing. Why we don't operate on that type of mentality of groupthink. That's why we created the barbershop. A- like that's why we created this podcast so we can make sure that we can create a community full of people that will tell. Because I want someone to be able to know, say, "Fuck you, you're wrong." Black Lives Matter means this, or Proud Boy means that. Like we need to be able to have those open talks and conversations. Let's ha- yeah, exactly. Let's have an intelligent conversation about it and find out where. I mean, especially when it comes. That's that's the thing is like. All this shit really comes down to a matter of opinion. There is no right and wrong when it comes to an opinion. No. Yeah. And I feel like that's where people people are trying so hard because there's so many people that just see things in black and white. Mm-hmm. They're not look, willing to look at all the other colors of the spectrum. And for me personally, like, I think one of the most divisive things, like, I feel like in this country that we kind of need to, like, stop doing is what's one of the things that they ask you when what's one of the first things i want to know or i shouldn't say first things but when you're when you're doing um filling out a job application or even going for car insurance what's one of the things they want want to know about you oh your ethnicity yeah it's like why does that matter i'm an american why do we gotta keep up keep on bringing up black white asian mexican and all this shit we're all citizens of this country we need to like i i i personally i feel like i'll never see this in my lifetime but i don't feel like we're going to have peace and and see the dissolve of racism until we get rid of this like i'm a african-american or i'm a whatever whatever we just all have to start start saying that we're american i wouldn't be surprised if we have another war if we have a war coming our way Yeah, I feel like um, like on American soil. Yeah, I, I it, it scares me, but I mean, I don't know. I just think I, that, that I, could I, easily I happen. Think, I feel I I feel like um a lot of us. I feel like that tension's in the air. It's been there for a while. I feel like that's pretty much what has that's what's been written. Is everybody's expecting that to happen, especially here? I feel like that's what a lot of other uh, countries are waiting for. Because as soon as we actually, as soon as blood starts, like, like starts running down the streets, I feel like that's when we're at our weakest. And that's when somebody else is going to come from another country saying they have the answer. I just think that certain sectors of our stock market in America are going to fail. And once those certain sectors fail, then it's going to be the new avenues and i think that's when china is really going to rise up and they're going to show their their dominance yeah i think i think we're already losing especially the only thing we have though that they don't have we have an armed populace yes and that's what that's what's keeping them from uh i don't remember where i read this but it's pretty much they're saying that like yeah you can't just attack america because not only do they have one of the world's strongest militaries but even their people like after our military fails you also have to deal with us the armed citizens yeah and we ain't going without a fight fuck it and that's the problem is that and that's pretty much 
the ultimate goal of anyone that would want to invade our country is that they have to get they have to divide us so much that we're fighting ourselves that we won't be able to focus on the on whatever that we have to actually fight and that that's actually probably happening right now i think our morale right now as a nation to fight would be at its lowest i don't think yeah, if we actually were invaded um that most people would actually you know be willing to fight i think a lot of them would be cowering or willing to like no let's try to negotiate but then we've all seen those movies with those bloodthirsty countries that they don't want to negotiate and then they end up fucking just killing because like yo once that generation like you know we'll be we'll be bad now for a few years but come you know 20 fuck it those that those people won't even remember exactly once the new generation uh becomes grown they don't remember this is the laws that was in place of, of course it would seem like weird growing up for them but whoever's five five and under would they wouldn't like it but their kids are the ones that they'll be aiming to like yep. fully control because their kids won't know any other way and it would just seem normal that's, that's what's happening now man they don't yeah. hey motherfuckers don't know what's going on but shit Bro, uh, that's that's what i don't know man I, I I wish I wish there's an answer. I always come to this to this kind of I guess conclusion. I wish there was a real answer. There is no real answer, it. but we can always keep asking questions. So we're gonna keep following this story as it develops with the capital. <laughs> Because we're yeah. creeping up on that all uh, hour and a thirty minute mark, we still got to pick an outro song. Um, yeah. What you feeling for that outro song? Because I think mean, I think we'll, we'll bring it back uh, next week. Really quick, uh, really, <laughs> really quick. Can I, can I some shit? Yeah. Yo, if you guys aren't aware, I recently started my own podcast. It's called the Semi Daily Workout. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, and other platforms. Uh, and then if you have time, check out my YouTube channel. It's, I should probably remember what that's called. I think it's just Tim Rath, though, on YouTube. But yeah, go ahead and check that shit out. Hopefully, I could have more shit coming out. But uh, an outro song? An outro song, you say? Have we, yeah. done, have we done any of my brother's songs? No, we haven't. Is he on Spotify? Yeah, he actually has a dope song out that I really... Well, he has a few dope songs out, but there's one that, like, I'm, I'm just, like, I have it on repeat. It's called uh, What Lovers Do. By who? Avery Red. Oh, okay, okay. Yo, dude, like, this was fun. I'm, I'm I'm, glad we were able to do this again. It's been a cool-ass fucking minute. Like, at least August or October. I don't remember when I fucking, my schedule got changed. So, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely glad to hear that she started a podcast as well. And uh, get that creative outlet, especially for your, uh, your uh, stand-up. That's definitely going to help, you know, so people can track that, follow you on that. So, it's good. Some dope shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so let's go ahead and wrap this one up. This is episode, I believe, 92, maybe, or 93 of the Block is Hot podcast, and I am your host, Famous Amos. Yeah, Tim right. Red Host.
And we got Avery Red. What lovers do? I'm curious to hear this. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you got to dip out at 7.30. Yeah, it's about that time. I ride should be code. We're about to go hit up Joe Babies. Don't fuck up the property, Mike. <laughs> because it's in his backyard, so he would really appreciate it if he did fuck up the property. All right, all right. Well, on that note, peace and love. RIP to doom. Let's give 2021 a more cracking year than 2020 was. Much love. Remember, we- 2021 didn't wait. Oh, I fucked that up. Damn it. <laughs> that was my bad. Wu-tang. I had one fucking job. <laughs> All right. We out. Peace. Peace. Bye, nigga. <laughs>
Got a baddie on my side, she a rider too. All we do is smoking fuck, do what lovers do. All we do is smoking fuck, do what lovers do. Woke up at 10, rolled out of bed like a round two. Got a baddie on my side, she a rider too. All we do is smoking fuck, do what lovers do. All we do is smoking fuck, do what lovers do.